Living in a mall or a store is a very common fantasy. <laughs> I'm not supposed to talk during these teases. I just can't. But he, he can't control his no, asshole tendencies. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's just get on with the show. Hey. Okay. Welcome, everyone, to the Weird World Podcast. I'm Dean. I'm Carrie. Carrie is going to tell us about the common fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> no, here's one for you. Okay. Trummerkind. Have you ever heard of the Trummerkind? Trummer? I don't know how to even spell that, let alone tell you what it means. T-R-U-M-M-E-R-K-I-N-D. Next, you're going to tell me this doesn't exist because you've never heard no, of it. No, no, I've never heard of that, though, but I, I, believe, you I believe you that it exists. It means children of the ruins. Ooh, I and love it that. Refers to the orphans of war-torn countries in Europe. Oh. The children who basically had to live in the rubble of their bombed-out cities hmm. and buildings because their parents. Yeah, that makes have sense. Died. I could see living in a mall being a fantasy in <laughs> post-war Germany. Yes, <laughs> children of the ruins. By the way, sounds like a great fantasy it novel does. or a Led Zeppelin album, right? Sure. Did you think? Possibly. Sure. Going way back. So we're going to go from the sadness and devastation of war torn Germany where people of the tremor just wanted a roof. <laughs> It'll come back later in our story. Oh, okay. okay. But there, it, it's a group called the tremor and that's what we're going to be talking about. A group. Oh. Uh huh. Are they like of the travelers, people. you know, those people who. No. Tell you, oh, I was just in the neighborhood and fix your roof, fix your neighbor's roof, and I thought I could fix your roof. Got some leftover materials, and they were going to scam you. Was it like that? No, those are called travelers. Yeah, yeah. I thought they might be similar. No, damn it. Are and they then, inbred? Uh, no, no. We're going to talk. This is a story from starting in the late nineties oh. in Providence, Rhode Island. Providence, of all places, home of almost family the home guy. of Family oh. Guy. They live in Quahog. Nearby, I'm sure. Which can't be too far from can't Providence. Can't be. Because no. nothing is too far from anywhere in Providence, no. right? I think you can walk across the state in four hours. That's probably. probably not true. Well, in the late 90s to like the early 2000s, downtown Providence was being rejuvenated. Old, probably beautiful historic buildings were being mm-hmm. torn down. Mm-hmm. And like H.P. Lovecraft's house where he had his pet cat, N-word, the actual word. In Providence? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, anyway, uh, I think it's pretty. it was pretty industrial, right, before, back in the day. And it was, prob- it was sure, you know, sure, probably sure. run down and yeah. needed something. All those old East Coast cities. Yeah, but I'm a fan of rejuvenating old buildings. You are. You're a big fan of old buildings. Yes, I am. Well, so anyway, a developer. Especially old malls. You love old malls. No, I don't love okay. them. I don't love any malls. But Damn. anyway, a developer bought a big bunch of downtown land. It was kind of between downtown Providence and, a, and another area called the Mill District, which was very industrial with a bunch of old factory buildings and stuff like that. Probably a mill. Probably. Let's go with that. And so they built, uh, or they bought all this land to build a mall. And it was going to be. Like one of those super regional malls. Yeah. It's going to be Serving the very entire big. state of Rhode Island. From Waterbury through Providence, as in Connecticut, all the way up to not that close to Boston. Yeah. I was going to say probably and then some. They were starting construction in 1997. It would take them two years to build it. 
they finished it in 1999. I said it was a super regional mall. Guess how much this mall cost in 1997 monies? Ooh, I'm going to say a lot. There were some tax reasons that they built. We built a lot of malls there. Yeah. Some very beneficial, some really ridiculous tax benefits to these developers. I'm going to say $280 million then. No, not even close. Five hundred million. Oh my lord! I know that's seven point fourteen trillion dollars <laughs> in today's money. Am I right? Probably not quite that much. I didn't look it up. Hmm. Anyway, and across the river, you want to know what river? The hold on, don't tell me. I got a find river it. in Providence. Yeah. Um, the Pawtucket River. I have absolutely no idea. You got the Tucket right. <gasps> Nantucket. No. Woonasquatucket. That's fake. You made it up. Woonasquatucket. I'm you're, sure that's not how you say it. You're literally making it up again. <laughs> Change it every time. It's probably it's like made up. Woonasquatucket. Woonasquatucket. I don't know. You're, anyway. making, you're just literally making up words. No, I find I'm it offensive not. to my Native American heritage <laughs> that I don't have. Uh, the fact that you think it's a made up word is what's highly offensive to my Native American heritage. Mm. Your Native American heritage turned out to be Scottish. So Native Scottish. <laughs> Native so and they came to America, so they're native. Anyway, across that Munasquatucket River. Don't, don't, don't. In the mill was where the mill district was. They had, like I said, the cool little buildings and factories mm. and stuff. There was an old factory building that was inhabited by an artist collective. And mm. these artists artists, you know, they're super cool. They called their building Fort Thunder. Fort Thunder. That's very artistic. It was an art space. They would host punk uh, rock concerts. They'd have raves. Mm. They'd have art exhibitions. This is the 90s? Yeah. Raves go back to the 90s? Mm-hmm. I don't know when raves started. And then they would also use a lot of space for art studios for, for other artists. Mm. There were only 11 artists actually living there at the time, but they would you know, bring another artist uh, to... Plus the ghost of John Basquiat. So there's 12, <laughs> technically. And there was literally art on every surface of this building. The floors, the walls, the ceilings. Carrie, a lot of those were post-it notes and they considered art because they did it. Is There's some pretentiousness going on here. Sure. Well, one of the artists, his name was Michael Townsend. He was still living in this area he lived in Fort Thunder with his friends, and he was still there as the mall was being built. And, you know, he and his artsy friends would sit around probably complaining and moaning about what was going on across the river over at the mall, you know, where they're building the mall and everything. Which prior to that, it was literally just a big dirt, I think, like parking lot. It had a name like Ray's Park and, Park and Lock or something like that. So Parking lots can be very... Um Lucrative? Yes. Yeah. Remember that one? The guy who used to own the Dodgers, his whole family well, fortune yeah. was based on a, on parking structures and lots in downtown Boston. Yeah. Can't remember his name. Well, so Frank something, kind of a douchebag. Go ahead. Okay. So they'd sit around talking about what was going on with the mall area, and they were thinking it's only a matter of time, right, before developers buy up yeah. Fort Thunder, and we're going to be... Yeah. Kicked out. You know what they better do? They better start, like as I alluded to earlier, start the, the rumor of a ghost. So it's considered too <laughs> scary for the people to develop, and they'll scare them away. Just don't hire some meddling kids, and you'll be fine. That's true. Well, they were right to be worried, because eventually, I'm not sure if it was the same developers who were building the mall or different ones, but their their land was bought. They were evicted, and... Oh. 
their wonderful Fort Thunder was demolished to make way for other probably commercial spaces and parking lots Mm. or probably parking Mm. structures. Mm. So they all kind of have to scramble and find new places to live, which they did. And then in 2003, the mall has been open for a while. It's called Providence Place Mall. Super clever. All of this group of artists, they're still friends. They still get together. And Michael Townsend, he has a wife named Adriana. They hear a, an ad. This is the winter of 2003. They hear an ad with like this woman's cheerful voice talking about how great it would be if we could live in the mall. And Is that we got the idea that it's a you, common thing to people who want to live in the mall, Carrie? It was just a terrible, terrible nope. jingle from an ad agency. I'm sorry. I should have Googled it you and really listed should. all of the movies, TV shows. Are people shows. living in malls? Yes. Really? Yeah. I, don't know. I, I must have led a sheltered life. Yes, you did. That's why I couldn't stop laughing. Mm-hmm. And that you never have to leave because the mall, especially Providence Place Mall, has everything you need to you know live a beautiful life. Strawberry and- lube at Spencer's. <laughs> everything you can imagine. Guns at Walmart. Wait, there's not a mall. Guns at some place in there. I mean, when it started, there was like a Nordstrom and a Lord and Taylor mm-hmm. and... There was a gym. They had a. There were a couple movie theaters. I think a Two? Dave and Buster's. A Dave and Buster's. Yeah, so was, you got ski ball, very you, large uh, ski ball, and lube and glow in the dark posters. I don't see what else you need. Anyway, <gasps> one of those popcorn things with this weird popcorns, like zebra popcorn. Did have one of those things, like a kiosk, maybe? Mm, oh, I'm sure they had a popcorn store. <sighs> okay, all right. every mall had a popcorn I'm, I'm, store. I'm warming up to the idea. Probably a little bit late for a Hickory Farm. <gasps> Auntie Anne's pretzels. I'm sure they had Sold. Auntie Anne's. And I'm they on did it. have a food court, of course. So even when it's closed down, they can still, you know, <laughs> grab some. Sabaros actually, I think, I believe, never goes bad. Same with hot dog on a stick. Well, anyway, so after hearing this ad about saying how great it would be to live at the mall, Michael and Adriana talking to their friends, they were joking. Oh, sure. We could probably, you know, how long do you think you could live in the mall? And so they just, they were just kind of joking and talking about it. And I bet we could probably manage a week. We could probably live in the mall for seven days. And they would, you know, just jokingly make plans like, well, I guess, you know, there's a gym. We could shower in the gym. They have public restrooms. Yeah. We could go to the bathroom. But don't they lock them? You think they'd lock those at night? Yeah, I'm sure they would. But I mean, they're just talking and thinking, but yeah, but where would we sleep? Yeah, these are artists who were squatting in a disheveled hovel for years, so they're used to pooping on the floor. They weren't squatting. Mm, It sounded like they were. They actually rented the space. They uh, were all productive members of society. They had jobs and paid rent and everything, and after they had to leave Fort Thunder, they all had jobs and they found apartments and they paid rent. He named Fort Thunder after his penis. (laughs) I I know you you have an, an image in your mind. I don't mean his penis. I mean of these artists, but it probably wasn't quite. So they were going to make plans. They actually thought, let's do this. Let's try to live in the mall for a week, full time, literally never leaving. How many are there? Because that's kind of what this ad said. I think it originally it was there were like four or five of them. So this is kind of almost like performance art. Yeah, exactly. In a sense, okay. So it started out as just kind of a game where they would talk about it, and then they started taking it more seriously, and and it was ki- gonna kind of be like their artist statements about you know commercial sp- yeah. spaces taking over residential spaces, and you know how they could maybe come together or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they thought you know because they would be there twenty four hours a day, so during the Carrie. operating times they could eat at the food court. What 
the mall almost certainly had a Thomas Kincaid outlet. So there's art there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's good. And they started making lists of what they would need to bring in and what they could just buy at the mall shops. Because Our steel? That was all. No. Our steel? No. Oh, okay. They were, they wanted to respect the mall. Like okay. they'd, they were going to buy things at the mall. At they, the mall, okay. They basically wanted to be part of the e- ecosystem of the mall. Okay, so they can buy their sterno at the Big Five within the mall. They're not going to bring it in. Right. I like it. And malls do, they all close up those gates, right? Yeah. What but, is open during, I've never been at a mall after closing time, obviously. Well, because there's movie theater that, uh, you know, yeah. would stay open after the mall closed, yeah. you could, there was still access until like midnight, maybe 1 a.m. Okay. at the latest. Summer when They had late movies yeah. on the weekends, probably more. Rocky Horror Picture Show was a godsend for these guys. <laughs> so anyway, so they thought, you know, let's do this. This will be fun. They were having a hard time trying to figure out where they were going to sleep. That's the problem. Unless you know the guts of them all and the ins and outs, you get a hard time. Did one of them just go get a job there just so they can learn something about the layout? That'd well, be interestingly enough, one of the group was actually a grad student getting her PhD in something to do with like public spaces or something. Mm-hmm. And she was actually writing a paper on malls and something else. I don't know what the exact How to live in a mall area of her study it. was. But so she had actually done a lot of research on mm. malls and knew a lot about it. But they do have roving security. They must, right? I'm sure they do. But but I was thinking the same thing. Like yeah. in certain stores, I'm sure there would be video cameras yeah. and stuff like that. This and, is and they're the talking lit- about, I mean, they can't hunker down. They want to have, if they're going to be there the whole time, mm-hmm. they've got to get out and walk around. Sometimes that would naturally be whatever, midnight to 6 no. a.m., something like that. No? They're going to be oh, there 24 right. hours a day. That's so right. They can roam around at noon, and the, in the middle of the night is when people sleep, so okay. they would be sleeping. So they'd hunker down if they'd find some, they had to find some place where they can go undetected by security and cameras yeah. at night. Yes. Okay. So then Michael thought, hey, when I was living in Fort Thunder and they were starting to build the mall. It was on his morning like jogging route. He would run around the area and he would always run basically on the construction site. Mm-hmm. And because it it was kind of like a fun little game for him, he would like watch what they were doing and try to figure out, oh, what's what part of the mall is that going to be? And where, you know, mm. what's going to be the parking and what's going to be offices and what's going to be stores. And he would just try to kind of work it out in his mind, what everything was going to be, how the layout was going to work out. And he had remembered seeing this one spot that just didn't look like it was going to be part of the floor plan. It didn't look like it mm. fit. It was kind of awkward. I guess the piece of land was kind of an awkward shape anyway. It was yeah. this L shape with a river, the Woonasquatucket yeah, River. The, the made-up word that going, we all find offensive. Going through it diagonally. Okay. And so they had to literally incorporate the river into oh. the mall. and Like build over it? Yeah. And they like, are, somehow, I can't uh, picture it in my mind. Or does it go through it? That'd There's be, a bridge that goes That would be phenomenal it if you had be, a bridge over a real-ass river in they, a mall. They that'd did be, build a bridge over it, but I don't know if the entire inside. building went over it. Yeah, you know be, what I mean? Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, there was. I'd all, be pro mall if they would do that. There was also a highway overpass nearby, so they had to like build this weird, large, curved mm. wall or whatever. But so anyway, Michael remembered that he had noticed noticed that 
two of the outer walls when they were building the mall mm. that looked like they were going to be built to form a corner. Mm. He remembered seeing it like it looks like they're, they don't match up. No, I, I was thinking that might be the mall jail. And, but, because <laughs> they all have jails. Yeah, they put they people do. in prison every night. But if they're not going to have the walls connect, that's a problem. Yes. Bad so, planning. So he remembered noticing at the time these walls are not matching up. They're not really forming the corner. Hmm. And so there was a, the, a weird gap back when they were building it. So he told his friends about that. And he said, maybe we should go check and see if they ever closed that gap up and what it leads to, yeah. you know, what was back there. Because I remember it being this weird, awkward shaped space. Mm-hmm. So they decided to go check it up because they were thinking, well, if it wasn't closed up and we could get back there and it's sheltered, maybe mm-hmm. that's where we'll sleep. Oh, so in Rhode Island, they say, check it up, not check it out. I understand now. Go ahead. <laughs> Did I say check it up? <laughs> no, we're, we're fine. We're good. <laughs> um, so anyway, oh, they went back late at night and they brought flashlights and stuff. And sure enough. Bob, check it up. What's back there? That weird gap was still there. Nice. So actually uh, allowing entry into yeah. the mall? Wow. Y- it, was, it was fairly narrow. They had to like still. squeeze in sideways. To, to get through it. Did someone do metric instead of inches? What happened? <laughs> I don't know what happened. The architect just, oh, my bad. But inside, it was basically dead space. It was space that wasn't going to be utilized. Huh. And when they went in, there were like little, some little chambers and hallways and stuff. Yeah. And then it, it eventually opened up into a larger space. And they, I'm sure they must have measured it. It ended up being about 750 square feet. That is ridiculous. That's just compl- terrible layout, then, it's a right? Two bedroom apartment size. And why? Why is that dead space? It should be yeah. something. You would or if you're not going to maintenance closet or something. yeah, something like that. Yeah. Storage. If you're not going to use that space, then cut it off before then and make it a little whatever, a little open space, a little yeah, something, anything. 750 square feet is not nothing. I know. Interesting. So it turned out the the access from the outside is you know that little space they had to shimmy through okay but they realized there was access where they could get into the mall proper from, from so they get through to. from into that 750 space and then from there they can into the mall. find a route into the mall yes i would i would cover up that outside space so no one else finds it or at least no one else sees it but how long has it, but the mall's been open for a little while now and no like four years four years yeah wow. okay and it still had all kinds of construction debris in it and trash like left over from construction workers. you mean inside this space in, uh-huh okay. so hmm. that told them yeah nobody ever comes back here oh, okay. right they didn't even bother yeah. to clean it up because yeah. they knew it was essentially sealed off and they probably never even going used, to be it. used it they probably should have Dispose of that waste, but they thought, hey, let's save some exactly. cash because they have to give to pay for it at your disposal. So yeah, that's interesting. I think it was probably just lazy construction work. That, exactly, who, cheap. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I just put it back there. No one's using that uh-huh. space. So they thought this would be a great space. Let's yeah. use this and let's not just sleep here oh. on the hard floor for seven days. Ah, let's, let's build bunk beds from let's Ikea. Set up a proper little apartment in here. Nice. And see how long we can stay here before. We either get tired of it or we get caught. I love it. So for like the next six I months. I kind of want to live in a mall now. <laughs> Carrie, this is a pretty irresponsible <laughs> podcast, actually. You're going to make a, you're going to lead to it. This podcast will lead to a surge of mall squatting, and I think we're responsible for I that. I don't think so. So for like the next six months, they started cleaning out the trash and junk that was in there. And they would have to do it slowly, right? They couldn't do it all at one time because... 
they couldn't fit very large pieces through the weird opening in the the outer access, so they'd have to take everything through the mall. So they would come in, you know, during normal business hours. <laughs> That's hilarious. With like a backpack. Why do these guys have ladders and paint? I'm confused. <laughs> they would bring in like a backpack, and then they would buy things that they think we're going to yeah. need, and they would Beds. in the mall. Yeah. And then seriously, an IKEA would be a very convenient thing. Well, there's no IKEA. I mean, yes, they're going to wind up with an Allen wrench that you can't use and an extra, uh, you know, <laughs> some kind of extra something that you you know belongs in there and is important to the structure of that item, but you don't know how to do it. Well, so they would have like their shopping bags. Mm-hmm. So they would carry those things in, load up their backpacks and shopping bags with trash and junk and haul it back out again. Hmm. So it would take quite a while. They would have to do this like, over uh, and over again. They're like, World War II POWs trying to escape from a German yeah. gulag. Yeah. German gulag? Whatever. So they decided that they would buy most of the stuff that they needed for the apartment at the mall. Mm-hmm. And But one thing they couldn't buy was like a base for the bed. So they, um, they brought in a base well, during regular business hours. A bed. Just, you just carry stuff through the mall like... like yeah. You're supposed to be Especially if delivering this or whatever. Or vaguely look, you know, workerish. Yeah. Something where some overalls, I don't yeah. know, overalls, coveralls, you know what I mean? Just you'd uh-huh. be fine. Yeah. Uh-huh. But they bought the mattress to go on it at the mall. So they're buying local, Carrie. You mm-hmm. have to give them that. And that was part of the their rules, I guess, that they set yeah. up when they decided they were gonna do this. They also decided. They do realize these people will not. The owners of that mall are not going to forgive them. Oh, but we bought everything here and we didn't steal anything. <laughs> it's cool, right? You guys aren't going to press charges, are you? Nah. So they decided they wouldn't all stay there at the same time because it wasn't that big. 753, of a space. yeah. How um, many? You didn't tell me how many it there started, were. I said it started out oh. with like four or five, but okay. eventually it grew to eight of them. Eight, yeah, that's, that's getting tight. Yeah. So they decided, okay. Two or three of us, or maybe four of us, will stay there mm-hmm. for maybe two to three weeks at a time, and then the next group would come and stay. Did they always eat out like the food court? Did they, did they have anything? Because I think the one thing you'd be real, have to be really disciplined about, like smells and sounds and things, things like that. It you was, wouldn't want to cook stuff back there, I would think. But it was I, pretty well insulated, oh, so they it? didn't really have to worry about that. There was still, but there was literally an opening to the outside, and this is Providence, so that can, I imagine, unless they insulated that that opening, that gap, it could get pretty darn cold, wouldn't it? It probably did, and I, I think... The way they described it when they first found the place, they had to go through corridors and other little okay. spaces. So the actual opening was they're sort of Not protected in, yeah. from that. Okay. Yeah, they didn't open immediately right to the outside. Yeah. Still, that would be the single most dangerous thing, any kind of space heater or something like that. You can get yourself in big trouble. Uh, they built a cinder block wall to help for security. For, for security, like for from them. the outside world, from that, that Maybe. gap? Maybe. Okay. I'm not sure that would exactly make the most sense. where they built this cinder block wall. Huh. They installed a door with a lock <laughs> for the mall side <laughs> so that, you know. What's this door doing here, Bob? I don't know. Exactly. So that if people started roaming around and mm, found it, it yeah. would at least be locked and nobody could yeah. just walk into their space. Most of the time that they spent when they were there, they would spend their time cleaning it and improving it and decorating it because they said doing that stuff in the mall apartment was way more fun <laughs> than doing it in your regular living space. They brought in a large screen TV with a PlayStation. Damn. A couch and a love seat and a coffee table, a china cabinet. A china cabinet. Which they basically had to bring One in piece through the mall. Yeah. And it's a large object. Well, very I guess large. if you're yeah, if you're walking 
down a mall with an object you've purchased. It doesn't look weird. Uh-huh. And you start, but and then you have to duck into some back door, though. Hopefully yeah. unseen. They, uh, you, you know what you think? I would actually is that the mall regulars, especially security, would start just start noticing these people. Hey, I've seen that guy every single day. Because right, they they would go out into the mall every day. Yeah. So you think some of them notice? Okay, I know there are mall regulars, but Jesus, these guys are here every single day. But all of them wouldn't be there every day, and mm-hmm. you might be there every day for a few weeks, and then you wouldn't be there for a month and a half. I feel like it's and... a long time to be there every day, a few weeks well, that you'd start. Yeah, I guess if it's a big, but, it is a big also, mall. What was the square footage of the mall again? I don't know. I never said what it was. Oh, I thought you did. You made okay. something up. Uh, I can before. make something up now if you want. It was a lot. Like I said, yeah. it was a super, super yeah, regional mall. It was large okay. and. It literally was the only shopping in the area oh. after they built it. Really? It probably put a lot of other independent mm. stores out of business. So it was basically it for, I don't know, all of Rhode Island, but certainly for mm. that area. So there were a lot of people who, I mean, there are people who go to malls all the time back in those yeah. days, as you recall. Mm. So, I mean, I'm sure guards and store workers got used to seeing a lot of the same people all I the time. I suppose. Okay. I don't think that was an issue at all. So anyway, I they, stand corrected. They set up a kitchen with a refrigerator mm. and cooking appliances. They, That's where they, right? they're going to have a, a, a source of flame back there. That's getting dangerous. Well, they might have been like a hot plate or you know, they didn't they set still. up a gas oven. They had to use extension cords to get to yeah. to um You're describing outlets, something that can go wrong terribly. Because there weren't outlets in there. Yeah. They uh, brought in a kitchen table and chairs. And then I'm they, surprised they didn't burn themselves up. They didn't. They started decorating oh, with there rugs. There's the suspense. I oh. thought this was going to end in a horrific fire. <laughs> no, I don't okay. do those kinds of topics. That's true. That's true. With rugs and house plants, mm-hmm. they uh, put framed art on the walls. They, they were artists. Did they send pictures to House of Beautiful magazine and <laughs> hope no one noticed where they were. What's your address? Uh, Mm, 555 Maple Drive? They even set up a website, like a like a fake real estate website, advertising this luxury 750 <laughs> square foot okay, apartment. Okay, so they did do what I did. Called The One, and they, the one. they put a fake address, okay. but they put f- funny things in it, like, you know, uh, round-the-clock security, and <laughs> we have hundreds of employees on staff at all times to meet your every need. Walkable and, retail. <laughs> yes, and um, parking for 5,000 cars <laughs> and just silly things. Their walk score was 100, <laughs> for sure. So just to be goofy and weird. and I like them. I like it. I hope they, don't, they weren't in jail long. <laughs> They were making plans to put to make a space for a second bedroom. They're now getting greedy. They but, are going to take over some closed space. <laughs> <laughs> so Spencer's closed up, and suddenly it's a bedroom. That's dangerous. They were going to install flooring, and they were still trying to figure out how they could tap into the mall's plumbing system so they could have a working bathroom. In their space. In their space. Hmm. And they would it, have to construct a bathroom. Yes. That's not I easy. don't know how they could do a toilet. How could you do a toilet? That would be very I difficult. mean, you could, but you'd have to literally tap in. You'd have to do piping, plumbing. Yeah. To, to tap into their toilet yeah. plumbing, whatever. Which, yeah. I mean, that's... That would be very They're getting a little greedy here think. now. This well, is they, hubris, scary. They were working on it. Okay. They hadn't quite figured out what that was, how they were going to get that done. 
so like I said, they had made rules, and the first rule was you can't tell anybody else. That's the just, same rule as Fight Club. Just us. It's good thinking. Uh-huh. And no bringing guests. You That's can't, a very smart rule. You can't bring any guests in. So we, I, I also don't tell anyone. Don't yeah. even tell people, let alone guests. Are that, they telling people? That was the first rule that we literally just said. Oh, I thought it was Fight Club. I thought no one talks about Fight Club. I was confusing with Fight Club. Can we come also, this out? Also, mall apartment, first rule. We don't talk about the mall apartment. We can just cut this out. No, we can't. Come on, man. Second rule, you can't bring anyone. Do I need to review the rules with you again, Dean? Actually, you do. Okay. Don't tell anybody. And? Don't bring anybody. Got it. I think just I have it now. Just us. Just us okay. eight Fort Thunder artists. Okay. What was the second rule? <laughs> Care, this is actually a sign of early dementia. You should be more worried. I know. So this started in 2003. Mm-hmm. This is when they moved in. So one day, in like mid 2007, mm-hmm. four years, they've been doing this. God. So it was gonna be a couple of weeks. A it's week. It's gonna be one week. Now it's four years. Four been years. That. But again, in shifts. So they, yes. that, which means they had to maintain whatever their rent or whatever. Yeah. For their oh yeah. They all. Yeah. Places. Nobody was okay. homeless. They all had places to live. And jobs, and you know, everything. did it ever? One um, was getting her PhD. So did it ever expand or you know what I mean? Did it change? Did the group of folks living there change? I don't you know, a couple think leave, so. couple new come in. I don't think so. Okay, like a fantasy baseball league. No, no. But it, that probably was fairly quick on the horizon. Yeah. But they had thought this is great. We're going to keep this space for the rest of our lives. We'll hand it down to our children. Okay. You know, it's, see, this will always be here, kind of thing. But we don't have plumbing. <laughs> yeah. But we have to always go to the bathroom in the mall bathrooms, so you can't really. I would think you exactly. could not go to the bathroom then between whatever closing yeah. and opening, and which would be a problem for me, unless you're a guy. And you'd also um, have a problem with the showering. You said there's a fitness center, so they can shower at the fitness center. Yeah. Which, but I don't know. Would that be? See, now that does. Now you're seeing the same. Just the fitness center employees and the same person for at least say several weeks in a row yeah. coming in and taking a shower with us. You know, because they had jobs and stuff, nobody was staying there twenty four seven. Oh, okay. oh so, I see. So even during that that six week, they might go, go home, home for and take a couple. A shower. Okay, yeah, got it. Yeah. So it's kind of cheating, but okay. Yeah. So this day in mid two thousand seven, one of the, whoever was whose ever shift it was to live there, came home and. They no- the first thing they noticed was that the door had been forced open. <gasps> so their locked door, somebody came and opened it. And they went in and they noticed some of their things were missing. Oh, no. The artwork from the walls no. was taken. The PlayStation, but the TV was still there. Some other like personal the items. big, so. And wow. um, a, a photo album. They Somebody had brought in a photo that's album. Where that's where You know what, okay? Sounds like an inside job to me. Or someone committed, or someone broke the first rule, which you could tell me again now what I think. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) And and so someone knew about it and maybe had a beef. I don't know. I'm throwing it out there. Well, they left immediately. They were a little bit freaked out. And I don't think this was Michael, but they probably called Michael and said, They called called the police. (laughs) We've had a break in. (laughs) Wait. Oh, this is a terrible idea. Well, they called an emergency meeting of the Trummerkind. Okay. So they got together and they couldn't figure it out. They had no idea who had broken in or why they took the weird things that they took. But they agreed that they were going to have to kind of tighten up their mm-hmm. security or whatever mm-hmm. and their um, comings and goings. And they agreed, okay, you guys, don't tell anybody. Don't ever bring anybody here. 
we, we got to keep this secret. See, it's not just me. Someone there forgot first two rules. <laughs> oh, it's, they're easy to forget, Carrie. It's not. Oh, I'm sure they had been telling people. Damn it. Uh, it, for sure think? they had. Yeah. Over four years? Yeah. There's no way you couldn't. Yes. So. Um, I'm going to tell you right now, if anybody invites me to be a mall squatter with them, there's a very high likelihood I'm going to talk. <laughs> well, so they thought this happened during the day when whoever was probably at work or something. And so they thought, well, if whoever came this time, they would probably come during mall opening hours. So they'd probably only come during the day. So let's mm. um, only be here at night. Okay. So they thought, we don't want to be here. If we don't want to get caught. At so, this point, it almost seems like, why are you doing this? Mm-hmm. They're not really living there anymore. It's been for, I don't know. It does seem like it's, well, it's kind of run its course. Yeah, but they were still having fun. I suppose. They proved their point. <laughs> they were making it even better. I See, now I think is the time where you uh, make your documentary. Well, and also, exactly. Send it to Netflix. I right. would be bored by this time. I would, you absolutely. Know? It's a lot of it's work like, okay. for what? I agree. I have to clean the... We, since we have this whole ethos thing, we have to clean the toilets in the mall bathroom that we use? That doesn't <laughs> seem right. There's people for that. It's a little bit like this podcast. What is? What do you mean? What you saying? What are you saying? We started doing this just as a lark in <laughs> 2016. Are you saying you're you wanna, you're getting over it? Quote unquote, air quotes. What a bastard. Just saying. Okay. All right. So we're back to, so they're only coming at night mm-hmm. for a little while at least. So then in October 2007, Michael Townsend, kind of the ringleader of all of this, he had an artist friend visiting from Hong Kong, a real cool artist yeah. from Hong Kong. Okay, all right. And I get the feeling I'm Jimmy Wang, cool artist from Hong Kong. How you doing? Jaffa Lu or something like oh, that. Oh, Jaffa Lu. No way. Seriously? But anyway, I get the feeling he wanted to impress her. So he broke the rules <gasps> and he told her. About the apartment. And she is going to blab. She, All over Hong Kong, everyone in Hong Kong will know about this mall <laughs> in Providence, Rhode Island. Well, she thought the concept was really cool, and yeah. she kind of wanted to see it. Okay. She's going to do a, a, an art show so about mall squatting in Providence. He brought her, breaking <sighs> the second rule. Yep. See, and he also had to be reminded of both rules. Shortly after they got there, he, you know, he's showing her the space, showing her around, telling her about... Their plans to try to make a bathroom and a second bedroom and the flooring and all that kind of stuff. And they were getting ready to leave. And so they walked over by the door and then he could hear noise and then like the crackling of a walkie talkie. And he was a bit alarmed. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden there's pounding on the door and then the door just bursts open and it's like two or three people, mall security and like the mall general manager or whatever. So Michael didn't know what to do. So he threw his hands up and said, surprise. (laughs) (laughs) We've been waiting for you. (laughs) We called you. How you doing? This is all, this is about your birthday, John. My name's not John. I don't know who you are. You're under arrest. So, uh, Michael and his friend cooperated because what are they going to do? Yeah, yeah. yeah, they could have just fled out the little ho- hidey hole area yeah, there. they could have, but they're grown-ups. And, they, you know. What do you mean? They're going to get arrested. So they get taken to the mall security Grown-ups office. Grown-ups flee <laughs> rather than get arrested, just FYI. Well, <gasps> Were they taken to the mall jail? There is a mall jail after all, isn't there? <laughs> it was an office. Ugh. 
And they were basically told, we've called the police. They're going to come and arrest this you. This is why you should have fled. So they were talking to the mall people, and they told them that their space had been discovered by a new mall security officer who was kind of enthusiastic and probably doing their job a little bit yeah. more um with more focus yeah. and they had observed people going in and out of this one uh, area uh, that nobody else ever did. So it was like the same yep. few people. So you had the first competent security mall security guy in Four years, years. <laughs> cruising over there on his Segway and going, somebody's up to something back here. Yep. So they decided they just carried in a huge bunk bed already put together. <laughs> Something's wrong. Well, that part was already done, I so know. they didn't even see any of that. But so they decided to go in and check it out. They found the locked door yeah. and realized, we don't have a key yeah, for this not. door. We can't get this door open. So they broke in. Yeah. And they, they're the ones that oh, took who took the stuff. The stuff. And they took those things to try to see if they can look at them and figure out who was doing uh, it. The photo album. The PlayStation. Pictures the photo of people. Album, the PlayStations, art. you log in sometimes yeah. if you're doing, you know. And the art, was there art of people? Human, you know, faces, pictures, photos? I don't, pictures, know, I don't know what the art looked okay. like. But theoretically, it's they like, were looking for signatures or whatever. Landscapes. They just, we just liked your art, guys. <laughs> <laughs> who knows? I don't know. But they were trying to see if they could identify who was using the space. Okay. And they couldn't. That nothing they took was helping them. They were mall security after all, not yeah, <laughs> seasoned well, detectives. And besides, you log the login for the PlayStation was like Rambo sixty nine. It was it was not helpful. <laughs> so anyway, so they decided to just wait till somebody comes back. We'll keep our eyes on the the access and. When somebody does, it happened to be Michael and his mm-hmm. artist friend. So they were arrested and taken to the police station. The artist was immediately let go. It was clear she didn't live in Providence and she mm-hmm. didn't have, you know, she was not involved in the whole thing. <laughs> She's fresh from Hong Kong. It's like, what <laughs> the hell know. is happening? I'm never coming to America again. Michael, of course, was arrested and he spent the night in jail. Oh, he should have absolutely faked a Chinese accent, said, I too am from Hong Kong, but in an (laughs) offensive Chinese accent, and see if he can can get away with it. But he didn't give up any of the other trauma. Wow. They tortured him, too. They waterboarded his ass. Except for his wife. They did know. (laughs) He gave her his wife? wife? My wife did it. No one else. But I I don't think she was arrested and charged with anything. You should arrest her and charge her. He was the only one who was. Do it to her. Put the the rat cage in her head. The mall owners wanted him charged with every felony they could. Uh, I, did I not tell you this? Think of did I not tell you this? What that they're not going to be forgiven just because they played nice. Yeah. They so they should have stolen everything <laughs> every night. They're going to prosecute this anyway. We might as well have fun. Well, they couldn't. St- they well, I, they couldn't charge them with stealing anything because they didn't. Yeah. Well. But they wanted to charge him with breaking and entering, destruction of property, disturbing the peace, causing disturbing a safety the peace. risk. They were the opposite of disturbing exactly. the peace. Exactly. Safety risk with all that electronics back there, not untrue. Yes. So when it got to court, the judge started asking questions like, exactly what laws did they break? Well, they did. So they started telling, something. but actually, you know, cite the law because... Yeah. There really isn't one beyond trespassing. Yeah, yes, trespassing it was trespassing for sure. because this is private property. They didn't break and enter because they got through the little exactly. pathway thingy. 
That was genius. And he said, you know, you don't have any proof of theft or anything. And they said, but they used electricity. Oh, God. Get and so the yourself. judge said, okay, if you can bring me records and, you know, with some sort of trail of how much electricity, how much electricity they, they used, you yeah. can you can charge them for the electricity. Yeah. You know, you can make them pay you for it. So in other words, this judge, judge was an art fan. But other than that, I, I think the judge was kind of amused yeah. by what they had done and realized it was a victimless crime it, in kind a sense. of and it wasn't really worth the court's no. time to no. to deal with it the mall though is trying to say we don't want this to happen again exactly. if we can make a, an example of these guys so the judge said trespassing sure we'll charge him with that it's a misdemeanor hmm. he got uh i think probation no fines community service no ironically time. at the mall <laughs> and to add insult to injury to the mall people they were forced to return all their belongings oh, to them. That's cool. They, we have receipts for everything, mall guys. So then Michael was delivered a letter from the mall saying he was banned for oh, life. Like, and trust there me, was a map with like a to. red line of where <laughs> if you enter this space, you will be arrested. Oh, you know what you should do? That river has to be public space, right? He should every day have a, take a <laughs> kayak down that river. What? Huh? Huh? No, I'm not getting up. I'm in the water. Can't stop me. Well, he was the 665th person to be banned from Providence oh, okay. Place Mall. Well, Mostly it was teenagers for gum chewing, spray paint, and rollerblading where they weren't supposed to. Like he, in a mall, for instance. Uh-huh. Okay. He was the only one who was banned for actually living there. Yeah. And he had to issue a public apology <sighs> to the mall owners, security, and the public, which still exists. His hmm. public apology is published on his blog. He's so proud. I would go so over the top in that apology. <laughs> it is a bit. I know I have ruined many lives. <laughs> I, the, I can never say sorry enough to make up for what I've done. You'll never get back that electricity. Well, it's either very sincere or very sarcastic I'd, yeah i'd go be and he has uh lived up to his lifetime ban he has never been back to the mall <laughs> why would he ever want to 2007 he still lives in the area that's right there's no place else to shop huh so exactly he, is, uh, he has to like things that he had to use like task rabbit mm. and you know oh. basically instacart and you know yeah. those services and if you want something out of the mall how is he going to get weird flavor pop going and keep on trucking posters without going to the mall i don't understand he has to send somebody else it's too bad it's sad really i mean all that stuff he spent a lot of time at h&m if he <laughs> was not banned from there i'm sure well this became a news story yeah and what is this was what year seven 2007 okay. late 2007 and it actually became a national news story. Mm. So, you know, a lot of I don't remember reporters, it. they wanted to interview him and all you that kind of it? stuff. No. Okay. So I heard about it a few years ago mm. on a NPR podcast, 99% Invisible. What did you say? Did you say <laughs> words? 99% Invisible. Oh, okay. Or I thought you said 99% Anyway, it's a good podcast. Okay. If you want to listen to this episode. And... He, um, it, as I said, he's an artist. You want to know what kind of artist he is? Uh, mall art? Tape art. Tape art? What does that mean? Sounds pretty silly. They do murals and stuff using like blue and green painter's oh. tape. 
just so <laughs> it's kind of a two color scheme. That seems it are there is. a lot of other there's gotta be other colors of tape? No. Really? Well uh, all of their stuff is blue and green. Ugh. He he's been, he started doing tape art in 1989. Wow, he invented tape art. I think he probably did. And he's still the only practitioner. And no, he's got a little group okay. of people that does it with him. But Huge on Pinterest. The um, notoriety he got for living in the mall oh. really brought a lot of awareness to his tape art. Nice thing that his he had going there. Worked out. And they would go do like big murals on like huge. Like the entire side of a building. Mm. I mean, they would have to, I'm sure they had to build scaffolding and stuff to do this. Did the mall hire him to do <laughs> No, he couldn't do the mall or he'd be arrested. <laughs> they should do that. Go, huh? If you can get here, we're going to hire you to do a mural. Oh, oh, what? You can't get here? You can't stay here? He did this one installation, in quotes, mm-hmm. because they're temporary. They're not going to last. Of like, I don't, did he say like 17,000 squirrels? Little squirrels Ooh, in tape, all blue and green, all in tape, like you know, a whole bunch of them over this mm-hmm. big, huge space. And then it's there, you photograph it, people walk over it and admire it, and then you take it down. Huh. I don't think he leaves his his murals up for more than a day. He started out actually. I, I do actually know something about this in his background. He started out using Scotch tape, but it just looked like the wall behind it <laughs> until you figured out I should use colors. Yeah. So I do remember him now. Well, the first. I don't know what color tape he started masking, using. Masking. Masking. <laughs> some, some kind of tape. I don't know what it was. And then they discovered, then the the manufacturer of the tape he used like went out of business. Mm-hmm. So he couldn't get the tape that he wanted to use anymore. And then he discovered the blue painter's yeah. tape, which is really good because it's not super sticky and it's really easy to remove. Okay. okay. <laughs> and then there's also the green. I think it's called frog tape or sure, whatever. I'll so take anyway, word for it. That's what he uses. So this really beefs up his tape art business. Sure. And then he starts doing corporate training. Oh. So I think So he completely sells out. That's, that's what he does now. Corporate training for what? How to squat in a mall or do tape art? Tape art. Corporate training tape art. Yes. And super confused. I think his biggest client is GE. Like he goes to their headquarters. Hey salesman, you can sell better. If you know how to do tape art. And I guess they have learned, and this it's been proven through GE's corporate employees, that there's a correlation between leadership training and creativity. creativity. Mm, I think it's a negative correlation. And no, it's not. <laughs> well, according be- to GE, it's not. Because having good leadership abilities, I guess, kind of like encourages collaboration. And, you know, if you're a good leader. Depends. Right? Depends on how you're defining good leader. Well, I'm defining it as a good leader. Okay. Okay. That explains somebody it. who, you know, you know what a good leader is. I, I think I do, but there are is. there are different interpretations. Well, he actually has a, a TED talk. Oh, of course you he does. Probably course find does. it on YouTube. I, I will not do that. I despise TED talks. I'm not talking to you specifically. I, but, I want to ban everybody you, listening. Don't listen to Carrie and don't listen to that TED talk. No, if you want to look at, well, you can look at it on his website, which is called tapeart.com. Ah, uh, he he got that one. Okay. Yeah, he did. And um, but you can also see him on his TED talk, and he shows a lot of the um, GE art yeah. that you know that the people do and he, and he explains you know whatever that'd be sad if he got tapeart.cc because he missed out on tapeart.com it is pretty interesting but so that is all that is what's his last name again townsend townsend that's right pete townsend of the who got it michael little known part of his life 
<laughs> well, thank you. That is interesting. I had, I had never heard of that. And I'm going to make an admission here. I had never heard of tape art until just now also. Well, so. I hadn't listened. I hadn't heard about tape art until okay. I All right. looked at it. So that part I said about scotch tape, I made that up. We know. Okay. I didn't know if you knew it. I wanted to be, I wanted to be very honest with you. <laughs> Has there ever been any other cases in your research? Any, even you know, much, much shorter, but is that something that, that goes on? I mean, you did make the case that everybody wants to live in the mall, so I would think there'd be other cases of something like this. Uh, I don't, well... Not four years, I did not do research into this. I literally just... You stole this whole... You didn't write this? You didn't research this? Did <laughs> no, you steal this from the... No, I didn't do research into living in malls. I did oh. research about the Trumerkind. The Trumerkind. Okay, okay. So your assertion Providence. that everybody wants to live in malls at some point in their life is based on no research whatsoever. It's based on my knowledge of mm-hmm. popular media. Okay. okay. And you said there's lots of movies and TV shows in which people are living yes. in malls? Okay, I'm just curious. I'm curious to know one of these movies and or TV shows. Uh, Where the Heart Is. Never heard of it. feel like you may, sure maybe you just haven't. made that up. In Mall Rats, I don't believe they ever live there. Mannequin. Mannequin. They live in a mall in Mannequin? Mall Rats, probably. Mall also. Rats, just, they do not. <laughs> you only said that because I just said that. And I just said it's they brought don't up in live. everything about this. I don't think they live in a mall in, in Mall Rats. No, they just go there a lot and hang out. You probably think also word science. No, Carrie. Robert Downey Jr. simply no. poured his smoothie, I think, onto their heads in the mall. Nothing else. They didn't live there. So uh, this whole thing's falling apart, Carrie. It's no, falling. It no. isn't. Okay. You know what? I'm gonna take your word for it in this one too. That everybody other than me I'm gonna has look it wanted up to live in malls at some point. I will have to put a little addendum. Do to a weird this. bit on living. No, I won't. <laughs> uh, I hope you find it. I do. I hope you find lots of instances of mall living and malls and media. Do, you know, do the Wikipedia, and at the end it'll, it'll say in other media, and you'll find tons of citations. So trust me, it'll happen. It'll happen. Mm-hmm. She, it, listeners, she is looking at me with a, a lot of real anger, and I believe my I'll life is in danger. We have a lot of listeners who don't like you. <laughs> <laughs> I just haven't never heard of anybody wanting to live in malls. That's all. So it so it can't exist. No, I'm not saying that. Uh-huh. It probably does. Mm-hmm. I've been very clear. Exactly. I'm, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for telling us about that story of mall squatters, I guess. Yeah. Maybe something like that. You might want to Google it and look it up so you can verify that it's a true story. I believe and you. I, I, I believe I you didn't wholeheartedly. Just make it up. That would be phenomenal if you mm-hmm. made up this entire thing. I'm going to start doing that. Oh, my God. There you go. <laughs> just carry stories for now and just completely <laughs> fictitious. Okay. Well, thank you for uh, listening, listeners. Even though Carrie just told you a completely fake story, <laughs> don't feel cheated. I thought you were going to thank me for the story. And thank you for the story, Carrie. Well, you're not welcome. Oh, wow. Now, But all of our listeners are welcome. Uh, now who's becoming the unlikable person here? Mm, <laughs> not me. Still me? Yes. Okay. Well, thank you for listening, and we will see you in a week? <laughs> Question mark? Probably. For sure. Or maybe tomorrow, because you can just, you know. Exactly. You've got stuff to live. Okay. All right. See okay. Ya. Right.